Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. Dead Baby Bear. Long story. Look at this thing. This little tiny thing keeps mosquitoes away. Gross. It's called a thermocell. I thought it was like something you put cigarettes in. I was like, oh, that's funny that she put her cigarette in there. No, it's like got this like smoke that mosquitoes hate. And they don't come near you. And it's amazing. They work so well. It used to be just for hunting, but then like people started using them and now and now they have all these home products. They didn't have these before. They just have these things that look like a walkie-talkie. I like where the where the cutoff for caring about animals is right now. Bugs? I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. It's like mosquitoes kill them all. They're pests though. Dogs and cats aren't pests. They, none of them people, are going to heaven. People want them none around. None of them are going to heaven. Sorry, Eugene, but <laughs> none of them are. They're just, he doesn't you know, want to. But these, you know, he's good, Eugene. I got told to rot in hell online. Because oh. there was that story about that church that got burnt down in Mournville. Yeah. And I just commented on the CTV post. I said, well, maybe this is just the will of God. Maybe this is just God telling the bad Catholics to stop using his name for evil. And then this, like, he, he had to be an old man because he had, like, one picture of nothing on his Instagram. And it was, like, yeah. a Canadian flag and stuff. And he just basically comments replied to me rot in hell and i said you're the reason why nobody wants to, anything to do with religion you're a total yeah. piece of shit well it's funny because like when people think of like the seculariz- secularization of the world they tend to think of like oh this is bad we've lost our faith we've lost our direction but this is a direct result no, of are, the secularization of the world the people's fa- eyes are being opened well for a hundred years like more like for hundreds of years and through the history of the churches if you saw like a priest molesting a kid you'd yeah. be like i better get out of here before the priest tells god i'm a narc oh that's right you know? yeah they would have been like this guy's a representative of christ himself <laughs> i gotta get them i gotta he's tip- selling mutual funds for christ i gotta tippy toe <laughs> i gotta tippy toe away from this rape before that, the, the, before the man who has an open line of commu- can text Jesus and say I'm a narc. So for hundreds of years, that was our reality. As the yeah. church bells start ringing, as the church, the church bells, bells ring, and the nuns walk shine. past my house. Oh fuck off and perform an abortion, <laughs> you silly bitches. But that for hundreds of years, if you like, if you were living in 1787 and you saw a priest molesting a child, you'd you'd hop the fence and never tell anybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'd keep it secret. Yeah. You'd be like, I can't afford for my entire family. I to mean, go the to parents hell. of the children that were getting molested wouldn't say anything because so they the, were afraid. So the fact that we have moved away from religion is why this door has opened. Yeah. It's the so this I that it's it's fucking it's fantastic. Yeah. That we have loosened our grip on Christianity enough to go. Wait a minute, Jimmy in the robe. Yeah. You fucking goof. Jimmy in the robe. Never. Here's what. Here's my. Uh, n- beware the man who says he loves God more than fucking. That's bullshit. Yes. Be, that's any total man bullshit. who says he loves God more than fucking, right? Because that's a 9 a.m. answer to an 11 p.m. question. Well, they had to make. <laughs> they had to make being a priest look good. You'd be the god of your neighborhood group, because otherwise, what? What man in his right mind be like? Nah, I'm not gonna fuck at all. My entire life, I'm going to devote my life to some imaginary thing in the sky. And, like, I'm not going to jerk off or anything. That's not going to happen with most normal people unless there's a real incentive. And, yeah, being a priest, you'd get invited all over the place. You'd be the, the man. Everybody believed everything you said. You could tell them anything, and the whole community of people would believe you. Yep. And think that you were such a great person. 
And then, like, meanwhile, you're fucking their kids. And the community, like, the, the community secret holder had the biggest secrets, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the funniest part. Oh, yeah, because like, that's, too, like, the, the priest. The guy who knew everybody's secrets You would like, hear everything. <laughs> Imagine how many women were in there, like, I'm sorry, but I got so mad I punched the wall and I put a hole in the... And they used the name, and, Lord's name oh, in vain. sorry, priest. How many Hail Marys? Zero. You don't have any idea what I did last and night. And how many <laughs> teenage boys come in and be like, I touched myself last night. Well, Tell me more. Uh, get over here. That's that's seven Hail, <laughs> that's seven Hail Marys and a blowjob for the priest. Get in here. <laughs> that's how you repent for your jerking yeah. off. What are you doing on that side? <laughs> what are you doing on that side of the mesh? <laughs> You've got here. beautiful eyes. I can well, see your eyes through the mesh. Fun? I'm going to tell God that you're a good person. Yeah, I just like, I think it's just kind of exciting to see the downfall of religion. I think it might start happening because I even know Catholics that are like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. I'm just like, it's embarrassing. And I'm like, now it's embarrassing though. Now for years, there's been like all of this proof and talk about child molestation. But now you're, I mean, good now because yeah, they're, you're, they're finding dead babies, which most of you are so passionate about when they're in the womb. Like yeah. most of you are so passionate about keeping a womb baby, but when oh, it's so you're a, saying they're babies, exactly. Or are you admitting that they're babies? Not as I go, it's a baby. But yeah, it's exactly. So, it's, it's but sort of but like now the when they're as, like, it's the same as homeless people, right? Yeah, they, they care about people in homes. Yeah, but if you're homeless, they're like, get the fuck out of here. Like that's how they view babies. Where it's like, if they're in the womb, then take care of them. Yeah, that's, that's they're a God's womb owner. Gift. They're a hardworking womb owner. <laughs> And then if, that the, baby if the baby's goes. on the streets, they're like, get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> piece of shit. Get a job, you diaper-wearing fuck. Yeah, I do want to know when, for some Catholics and Christian, people go from being a miracle to a nuisance. Like, when is that point where you're just like, no, 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 save that thing. Okay, well, let me tell you, in 20 years, that thing's going to ask you for change. So, because it was born, and it shouldn't, that sounds horrible, but because it was born into a circumstance that... It was not conducive to have a child in, right? And so now like that, that this... They, I like that they call them zygotes, you know? Because that's fun. <laughs> they do that now. Look, uh, I was watching on TikTok. There's, like, people that will go... I can't remember what they call themselves, but they'll escort and they'll kind of, like... They'll kind of, like, heckle the people that are coming to tell the girls, Oh, no, come. Keep your baby, blah, blah, blah. They'll come in and tell them to fuck off. They'll go up to them, Get the fuck out of here with your stupid bullshit. And I'm like, yeah. I want to be one of those girls. This... I want to go and escort girls to abortions. I want to be abortion escortist. Is that what it's called? Abortion escortist. escortist. (laughs) Is that what it's called? An abortion escort service. (laughs) Abortion escort. That would be funny if you open an abortion escort service. (laughs) (laughs) And there was just oh, you'd get some priests calling, be like, so I can fondle a. uh, I want to. I want to fondle a zygote. (laughs) All these bitches are pregnant, and you're like, it's an abortion escort service. You sick fuck. This isn't for you anymore, Frank. How come all my hookers are pregnant? Which, uh, terrible, I guess terrible. I'll pick the chick who's the least <coughs> pregnant oh looking. Oh my god. No, I, it, she oh, doesn't I look too love... far along, but I hate her hair. And it's all, it's all old people. It's all these old religious people that are, oh, I'm weak, but I'm going to tell you that you're evil. But I'm just like, I respect elders that deserve respect. I'm done with respecting all elders. It's, it's, it doesn't exist in I, my world anymore. I think anymore. of it as like, they're preparing for their spiritual retirement, right? Mm-hmm. When do you start caring about your investments? When you turn 60. Exactly. When you do you start caring about what happens when soon. you're dead? Yeah. About 60. 
mm-hmm. hits you. Well, it hits you like a brick when when you're about sixty. Because you need to be like, well, I'm scared to die, but uh, but I now I'm going to heaven because I harass me, like, teenage girls outside of abortion clinics. For me, it's like if I'm trying to print something under pressure, I'll pray. Like, if I have to print a document, and it's like, what the fuck is this fucking... It says there's paper jam, but there's no fucking... I didn't even have paper in there. Jesus! (laughs) Bail me out, you fictional cocksucker. (laughs) That's what I yell. You fictional cocksucker. (laughs) Jesus, you fictional cocksucker. I like that. Bail me out again. This was the weirdest Canada Day, though, wasn't it? Oh, it the was... The weirdest Canada Day. I mean, day. honestly, it didn't exist for me. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, we just kind of hung out in our backyard. We didn't celebrate anything. We didn't go to fireworks. I'm like... But it, I'm I'm happy that it went the way it did because it's kind of like all those people who are like, you can't cancel Canada Day. I'm like, do you even know the history behind Canada Day or you just want to get drunk in your pickup truck and drive around with a giant Canadian flag and watch fireworks? We could do that on any day and call it anything we want. But do you know the yeah. history behind Canada Day? Do you know why we are a country? We were built on genocide and horror. We built this country. <laughs> on genocide. Yeah. We built this country. <laughs> We built this country on genocide. <laughs> no, but I, it's hard to be, yeah, like, I'm, it, I, I have a weird feeling about Canada because, like, I love Canada, yeah. and I'm grateful to have been born here, but yeah. I also know, like, if you asked me why I loved Canada, I would give you the exact same answer a Tahitian would about Tahiti yeah. or a Colombian about mm-hmm. Colombia. Like, I I'm think just, you I, love where you're from. You did, nature, freedom, yeah. my kids. Yeah. You know, you got three things. Nature, freedom, uh, the people. Yeah. That's it. It's kind of nice, Wherever though, you're from. That people who... There's a lot of... There's a group of people that think Canadians are just this magical, wonderful people. Of, but, like, maybe personally we are not awful people, but, like, we are here because of a bunch of awful people. So... I just think it's... Yeah. I think it's good that they, like... And all these people were, like, having protests and, like, doing these things on Canada Day. And then you just watch, like, the super white, angry people be like, this is my holiday but, to watch fireworks. I mean, at the same time, like, it doesn't matter what country you're from. You're walking on bones, right? Yes. I mean... It, no it, country it, was not built on murder. Yeah. It's true. It's human. Like, why do you think there's just us and fucking trees and dogs? I mean, watch Game of you Thrones. Know? Look like, how many freaking wars are in that s- stupid show. And that's, like... Not real, yeah. but it was, could, it was kind of weird. Real. I mean, we're, we're just the mammal version of dinosaurs, mm-hmm. right? Kind of. We're just the mammal dinosaur. Yeah. We didn't expect dinosaurs to, like, line up at the bank to get their money or whatever. No. Like, you know, like, they were just going to fucking tear your eyes out and grab your wallet. Well, and the human race is just so fucking crazy. So, do you know who Michael Rappaport is? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, he just posted a couple of days ago. I believe he witnessed this. It sounds like him doing a commentary. Um, I'll, let me just play the, uh, video because it's quite <laughs> funny. Uh, but it's also a little sad that this person felt that was in this. Fuck, I can't find him. Um, he, he felt he was in this much trouble. There it is. That he had to do this. Okay, so I'll just play the, and I don't know if we can have the ability to put this into the thing in video on YouTube, but whatever. It's pretty crazy. Okay, hold on. So it's a man mopping. He's shitting in the mop bucket. He's getting back down to shit again. Oh, He's 
soon as somebody starts shitting, no one cares what mental illness they have. Okay, so there's a lot of things though to talk about this because like a like this poor man that had to shit so bad he had no other choice but to shit into a bucket. Yeah, I wouldn't make that a. That might be more of a Z for me. Okay. I have more empathy than you, even though I really don't have much empathy left. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, clearly homeless. He's barefoot. Like, this is not a man that is mentally stable. Although he looks very relieved when he goes the second time. But, like, that's, like, the thing I mean, is, like, homeless... We all, we all have to wake up and take our pills. You know what I mean? So just, And he's not taking yeah, his pills. Come on. Clear. We all have to do But that. it was kind of funny because people are underneath, like, this commenting, Oh, this is staged. This is staged. And, <laughs> and, and everyone's like, you've clearly never been to New York before. This happens every day. Like, it's this normal. Is, this is CGI. Welcome to the movie. Joe Biden isn't president, and he didn't shit in that bucket. <laughs> well, there's so many, like, stage That's the kind of cute drop I don't want to clean out. But that was so real, and I'm just like, this is the human race. He's shitting in your bucket. Shitting in buckets. <laughs> shitting in buckets. But then he's this. Then he's calling. He's During like, Call the police. He's shitting in a bucket. What are the police going to do? Arrest him for shitting in a bucket? Like, that's the thing. is like, you can't arrest homeless people. They don't care. Like, I work downtown, and there is a constantly... We have quite a few mentally ill people that are regulars on our street yeah. that I've seen get arrested, and, and they're just they were, back the next if, day. And if the, te- if the street had a lot of buckets on it... It'd be filled with shit. They'd be filled with shit. But instead, the alleys are filled with shit. Absolutely. But then, you also have to think about, like, these poor homeless people. If you don't have a home, where are you going to shit? There's not a lot of public bathrooms. Like, no... No restaurant lets them in there. Like, as soon as you go into a Tim Hortons to shit, they lock that door. Like, and, I mean, I worked at a Starbucks in Toronto where a homeless man went in and painted the walls with shit. Like, literally put it on his hand. And so, yes, I understand why businesses do that. Maybe we, why don't we get into the business Mm -hmm. of selling quadruple-sized porta-potties? That's a good idea. Just, uh, just kind of a mini bachelor pad. Is that this week's idea? Um, business idea? I guess so. This is a good business idea. So but, it's it's, wait, a, it's though, a porta potty. It's four it's four times the size of the But is it like one. communal shitting like four you see it you're sitting next to a person you see no, them? No, it's or yours. It's... You got it. It's Jimmy that's Jimmy's. Don't touch Jimmy's uh four times porta potty. So you've got toilet seat, tiny wait, bed are these little oh and a television. Like we could call them snail homes. Yeah. And then homeless people could become snails where they carry their home on their back. That's a fucking great idea. So we have giant porta potties on wheels. Yeah. So if they're like, get out of here, you're like, okay, and then you just fucking roll your giant porta potty across yeah. the street and watch television and take a shit and go to sleep. You know what I mean? I think that's and a it's great locked, idea. You know? They, I mean, cities need more public washrooms. Like when I was in Paris in grade nine, they had these bathrooms where you put in like 25 cents, the equivalent of 25 cents, and you go into the bathroom. But I didn't like, they have a 15 minute time limit so if you're in the middle of a shit or something it just yeah. opens well the thing i was gonna say is and you're shitting in the middle of paris which this, is kind of romantic this porta <laughs> this porta potty this is an important detail for this porta potty business i'll be, i'll run the numbers okay and you can run our side uh project septic tank cleaning business do i have to clean it or of just course work? you do oh because well, what are we gonna do they, like they're gonna eventually be like i can't even move my porta potty it's so filled with can't shit we hire this. people to do that for us this is That's where you expensive. have a weird business That's brain. That's expensive. We can't farm that out. Well, we got to do that in house. Porta potties. We just started a business, Kathleen. How much are we making? It doesn't matter. It matters business if owners, I'm cleaning shit out of a toilets. A business owner should never expect to make money. It's all about well, the people under him. Then, <laughs> well, fuck this business. I. Oh wait a minute! You're turning into a conservative. <laughs> That's what I like about. I was thinking about. I like the my favorite conservative hypocrisy 
is when they like statues are coming down mm-hmm. and uh, people have to use pronouns or whatever and stop saying words and they're like this is fucking bullshit and you're like ah times are changing yeah you know and they're like fuck this you know they hate it yeah but then if you say anything about global warming they're like ah, climate's always changing yeah you're like well now you like change <laughs> now your fun change is fun it's this kind of it's the same as the people that want that love abortion that love babies in the womb but not when they're all begging for change if we want conservatives to get into um fighting climate change we need to get red hats yeah with white lettering and it says make climate great again (laughs) (laughs) and then we get them on board to the idea that the way the climate was in the 1950s was the best Best climate climate and we have to get back there that's a great idea yeah because and we'll be like here's the deal you guys can say all the words you want again. Yeah. If we, if you guys can have the society of the 1950s, if we get the climate of the 1950s, oh my it's God. a trade-off. Or just even you say, can go ahead and yell when the you didn't have to wear sunscreen every day. Remember when your wife didn't nag you to spray on your sunscreen before you left for work? Remember that? That happened in the 50s. Let's get back to that. Yeah. Let's get back to sunscreenless times. Right. I think this is a great idea. That is such this a good. This is the only compromise we, that works. Why don't we joint run for prime minister? We could run this fucking country, Sean. Give me a break. We built this country. <laughs> that could be our like. That could be our fucking campaign. Song. I think we could get a really good cross section of people with the "Make Climate Great Again" hats. I agree because a lot of conservatives don't read more than a word. And I'm and not even joking. I think we should actually do this and start. We should sell hats that say "Make Climate Great Again." Yeah. Honestly, Sean, we could make a fortune off of the environment. You think it would work? And we're not donating any of it back to anybody. We're donating no, it straight to our bank accounts. No, we're throwing it right up into the ozone and hope <laughs> it depletes. I think we should. Okay, why don't we, I'll talk to, I'm going to talk to Lisa Baker's uh, boyfriend because he, he's amazing. He runs this, he, he like Beer makes. Beauty. Yeah. What's it called? Beer League Beauty. Beer, Beer League, League Beauty. Beauty. He did my, uh, he did the posters for. He did that poster of you and me and Paul for that show we were supposed to do in December in... Oh, that's Ed, right. In Edson, Hinton. Where he made me look better looking than Paul. Yeah, and that's also... A feat. Do you know that the bar guy said that that, that show sold out in two hours? Because of your breasts? Because of the poster, I think. Yeah, because you're on the poster. Yeah, well, no, that's not true, but... What are you talking... You think they saw me and they're like, Yeah. Oh, wow! Yeah. That guy looks 43! The closeted rig guys were all excited to come the see your sweet, sweet dad bod. And I could fucking sell those assholes and make climate great we again. We should. Hats, do, I'm know? serious. I'm gonna. I'm gonna message uh, Brett after this show and be like, because I mean, that's what Lisa is so fucking smart because she hit it big on TikTok. 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 I'm trying to get on TikTok. That's what yeah. I should. You're always talking about your tits. Yeah. I'm big on TikTok, but not big on TikTok. But so she <laughs> she hit it well, and she's smart. She's like monetizing it because I even talked to her about. It. She's like, it's not gonna last. It's gonna be. It's very fleeting on TikTok. It'll be over before I know it. But I'm going to, like, book as many shows as I can out of it. And I'm going to sell merch. And she has all of these, like, new fee saying shirts. And she's selling. Like, they're, like, crazy. She's what making tons. What kind of merch is the best, do you think? A beer koozie? I guess. But I think a t-shirt's always good. That's the one thing, though, about merch t-shirts. Is it has to be a t-shirt that people can wear that it's not some weird convoluted joke like i've seen some comics do like remember kelly i don't think you'll mind us talking kelly saladuka had this like abortion shirt which was very funny it's like about a wire coat hanger oh yeah uh, uh, mother nature's snooze button or yeah something? mother nature's yeah. snooze button but nobody's gonna wear that around a lot very much no. so and but but my send news shirt 
I had a barely tiny little joke that had almost nothing to do with my act, but it's just send nudes in cursive to make it classier. So that was the whole joke, and those shirts sold like mad. Like I need to start doing that again because I took them to I took them to Saskatchewan. I think I took forty with me, and I sold all forty in mm. two days for mm. twenty bucks each. Like <laughs> I, I don't sell my merch is just pictures of my kids. But that's why we have to make merch has nothing to do with our act. Like this make climate. Great again is so fucking funny Col- and smart, Col- and I'm yeah, hopping like, on this. I didn't think of it, but I'm hopping on. I want fifty percent of this idea. <laughs> if you can co-opt somebody's movement and throw it back in their face, yeah. and make them think you're their friend at first, that's yeah. the best. Because they walk up to you like he's one of our guys, and then he's like, "Make climate." But also, what the fuck does that mean? This is also going to apply to liberals and conservatives because liberals are going to think it's a funny joke. No, they'll think it's a funny. It's a creative way to get idiots to care about the climate, and then these people, the right on. I'm not going to call them idiots because I want their money, but uh, the conservatives are going to be like, "Yeah, make I get it. I get it now. I understand now." That was always my favorite part about working with conservative comedians is because, uh, uh, you know, when I first got into comedy, I just assumed everybody was like a broke, Liberal. broke. I mean, you know, it's, it's a socioeconomic scale, yeah. essentially. Like, yeah. if, if you all of a sudden were running a trucking company that your dad gave you and you were making $3.8 million a year, your politics would change. Yeah, to, like not socially, but, bit, but fiscally, they would. Maybe you would but I'm start also... to look at homeless people as you drove by in your Range Rover and be like, "Oh my goodness!" No, I would. I think I, I know, would we be can't wanting get... to give them money. We can't get a guy to work at our warehouse downtown, but they'll be sitting out here smoking rock. I don't know if I would turn into that. I would. Maybe my not. problem with money. A little bit. A little. I don't think so. But I'm bad with money in the way that I will just keep giving it away. Like I, if I have it, I want. To get, give it to people something like I'm not. Something would bother you though. Like, yeah. Well, stuff bothers me now. It might not be that. But stuff bothers me now. Like I get really we scared walking cool. downtown now, Shit. and I, I get scared <laughs> walking downtown now, and I don't like that feeling. Like I was never scared walking down Maine and Hastings, yeah. but in the middle of the day in Edmonton, it can be like there's a lot of people that are scary downtown that like have bad mental health illnesses that yeah. nothing's being done to help them, and they don't want to help themselves. I don't think either. Well, so, I mean, fuck, I don't, I've never looked down on a homeless person in my life because I'm like, you have more money than I do. <laughs> That's, most like, homeless people have more money than all fucking, of us. There's a The neg- rest of us are all in debt. There's a, there's a minus symbol in front of yeah. what I got. So you're just hovering at zero. You have a zero, but that zero is black, not red. Yeah. I mean, I look like I'm worth, you know, I basically dress just well enough to get myself in trouble. Before you know, Saskatchewan Rangers. Because I go to the bank and they're like, ah, okay. You know? And then, fucking, I'm buried in debt, right? Whereas the homeless person walks in, they're like, no, you're not worth the risk. And they're like, fuck you. But then they, you know, 10 years later, they're like, looks like that was a great thing. Yeah. Because I would have just spent it on furniture and a fucking dog. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. They're doing good. They're doing all right. I think this, so we've got two great ideas. This is yeah. The, I'm but the but the hat one like the make climate great again. I'm fully gonna work. do that because some sneaky listener's gonna steal it from us. And the squirrels driving some me nuts. sneaky listener. Fucking, there's three <laughs> of them and I know they're Jesus. all kind, nice people. Right. <laughs> we all have those really nice listeners. Um, yeah, no. I'm I'm still never contacted by anyone. Well, because you are not like. And I'm at the comic strip this weekend. You're not approachable. Oh, are you? I'm not approachable. Which is good, because I don't talk to many people, and I don't... Yeah. Like, I was at uh, Kingsway Garden Mall, getting right Starbucks for everybody, yeah, yeah. and 
the direct energy kiosk guy. Yeah. He approached the six people. <laughs> like I could see him a mile away. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Because he he had his kiosk set up where he could look both ways. Yeah. You couldn't just go behind him, you know. Like at the airport, I'll do that. I'll sneak behind oh. those yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, they've the got airport. it wide open at the mall. Why would you open one at the airport? Like the only place on earth where it's like, sorry, I gotta, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm late for. Yeah, yeah, set, yeah. Set me up at the only place on earth where every human walks by can be like, I'm sorry, I board and I passed my boarding time. Just use that at the mall. I'm sorry, am I playing boards in I'm two minutes? I'm sorry, but I, I'm supposed to. If I don't get Starbucks, my plane will leave. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't understand. I, 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 I get that airports are busy. I just don't understand why you would set up a business anywhere where people can just immediately move past you. Yeah. And, and I... So, like, because that would be... What is your sales strategy? If I work the fucking kiosk at a direct energy booth yeah. at the Edmonton International Airport, part of my sales training would be like, okay, so what are you going to do day one? And I'll be like, I'm going to say, hey, uh, do you have... Are you already a customer of direct energy? And then the guy's trainer is going to be like, and then I go, sorry, I have a flight to catch. And now what do you say? And then you're like, I, I guess I would be like, uh, I can okay. save you just as much money as that plane ticket. Yeah. I lie. Because yeah. that, that's what salespeople do is they lie. I know this because yeah. I was a sales lady and I lied a lot because you got to. You have to lie. Well, my lies would be like, oh, yeah, this ad will work for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to do you got to do it for 40 weeks. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It really is about the long term. You've got to commit. it comes to me getting your money. you got to spend money to make money, it's Brian. It's really important that you give me the most money over the longest period of time. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll never sell that truck. <laughs> okay, but I'm a sucker because this is what happened to me. So I got someone rang my doorbell uh, the other day and Adam is having a nap. So I answered the door and it's this guy from like TELUS selling alarm systems. And at first I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, go away. I rent, yeah. But like... then he's like, well, you know what to pay for it. And we install it all, blah, 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 blah. And then it's only 40 bucks a month. And I'm like, well, we did want to get cameras because we have had people breaking it. As soon as he hears that, he's yeah. like, fuck, guy. Like, so then, might as well kick your fucking door in. So then he's like, well, do you want to go <laughs> sit in the backyard to finalize all this? So I'm like, okay. You want to go put I'm your like... bikini on and sit in your above ground pool and go over some of the details? <laughs> Don't get the papers wet. So then Adam's like wakes up from his nap and he hears it. He's like, you're in the backyard with some dude. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I walk in and I'm like, I think we have a security system now. We, we don't even own this place. We rent it. <laughs> and, but they came in and like we were supposed to get an outdoor camera and all this stuff. But then he's like, well, I can't install it here because there's nowhere to install it. And like there's nowhere to plug it in. And so then we ended up with just these two doorbell cameras. And that one doesn't even work because our Wi-Fi doesn't reach because we're Shaw. And the guy's like. 8,000 times. Well, if you had Telus Wi-Fi, it'd be much better. Like, I'm not getting... I don't buy the Wi-Fi here. Anyway, all I'm saying is I'm a fucking sucker. <coughs> I do still have a yeah. couple more days to cancel it, but I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. Do it. Pull Just cancel it. it. Pull the plug on it. I don't... But it's kind of nice, but not... It doesn't... We don't need it. It's just like... Who's ringing that doorbell? Yeah. Nobody. Like, that's why it's... it's but you can see in the backyard. Like, I could just... I could see my front yard right now if I the wanted The next time to. somebody rings on that doorbell, it'll be the guy who sold you the camera asking if you want an upgrade. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it will be. I'm such a sucker, though. That's like... And I'm too nice. And, like, I've been that... I haven't been that salesperson where you go knocking doors. That's awful. But, like... Think I've had to do sales, and it is the worst job. If I had that job, here's what I would do. We would be a two-person sales team. Okay. 
I love this is our third idea. This is a great idea. This is called this the Idea actually, Podcast. This one's going to work. This is the Idea Podcast. <clears throat> we both work for TELUS and we sell security systems. Mm-hmm. I am uh, I'm stage one. I go to their house um, two days before you knock on their door. And I break, break in. in. Okay. And I Have don't you take, had any break I recently? don't take anything. But I make a lot of noise and I and you break a couple I, and windows and then I fucking I leave. Yeah, I break. I just run in and go fuck you. And then I hit a wall. I smack a door. I I throw a rock through the inside window. Yeah. And then I leave. Yeah. Two days later, you knock on their door and you say like, "Hey, we're just in the area." You've heard there's been a lot of break-ins. That's what he um, said to me. There's been a lot of like. Have you guys had any? Yeah. Have you guys had any break-ins in the? Uh, oh god, yeah. We had one right here. Like. What did he come through? Like uh, the front door, uh, like, uh, made a real kicked up a real ruckus and broke a window. Like, well, we're selling security systems. Like, think about how many more you'd sell if you just got people that have been freshly fucking Hold violated. Them. Well, that's what their steps. The first thing he says is like, we're just going around because we know this neighborhood's having a lot of problems. Blah, blah blah. I'm like, yeah, we had a, my landlord's trailer got stolen from the back. Like that happened, and like. So we just come up with our route, mm-hmm. right? So one week I hit one subdivision, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then I send you an email with all the addresses that I have broken into. <laughs> and then, ba-boom, you wait about seven days so it's not super suspicious. Yeah. And then you go and hit them. And you don't show up yelling, fuck you, because then they'll be like, I know that voice. Wait a minute, I've heard of that guy before. <laughs> I'll never forget the voice. I'll never forget that voice. It'll I be... heard him on a podcast. <laughs> How did you deal with the, the heat wave? How hot was it in Edmonton? Because in BC, oh, it hit fuck. 47 degrees. 40. Fuck. Yeah, no, it was fucking. I think I don't. I I'm. Uh, I didn't have air conditioning at home, so like, <gasps> when you don't have air, Jim doesn't have air conditioning. It's. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, what the fuck? So it was like when it was plus thirty six outside. It yeah. was like plus forty one in my Inside, house. Inside, yeah. So Your I was basement? going outside to cool off. Yeah, we have an unfinished shit basement. Like you go down there to like lay on the concrete and not die. <laughs> at times the problem with the heat wave is you think all your pets are dying every pet you have looks like it's about to die Dottie was not doing well she was like so yeah. hot they we got just her lay there and you're vest. like are you alive yeah yeah like, eugene was loving every second of he's like i love this heat he's yeah. a little part chihuahua he how loved did izzy it. do with it she was just like a dark cold place to yeah and she was that's good. good but you you only have your fucking dyson fan i'm like do you have an air conditioner i got my dyson fan i'm like that just pushes hot air no 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 the dyson it fan like pushes it, cold it, air yeah somehow it does it oh okay oh. well that's better than that we have an air conditioner here and we had one in bc at adam's parents house or we would not have survived the first day we drove from calgary to revelstoke the first day and i got this hotel called the stoke and uh, it was uh, it was a nice hotel, except for the air conditioner was like from 1982 and like barely spit out anything. And like I, like we looked over at Dottie and she was like, <sighs> she was dying. We had to dunk her in the bathtub. We like she was drinking so much water. It was just brutal. I felt so bad for her. Cause she did not do well. But we got her like a cooling vest that she ended up loving. But, yeah, it was, we were throwing them in the pool. And then I read, you're not supposed to put cold water on your pets because that can shock their system. And I'm like, God damn it. Oh, fuck. There's always one blog. <laughs> really be careful about the temperature of the water you're putting on your animals. Like, I have so many problems. I can't add this to the <laughs> you list. care about yeah, the yeah, temperature. I can't. I'm filing this under get out of my brain. These poor cats and stuff. They were just so hot and sweaty. Was yeah, it, it was not good. But we got a pool now. Because Adam's dad bought, all, bought this pool, which is just like, it's not even like, you just put water in it, it just mm-hmm. pops up. And uh, 
but he didn't want to he wants to be able to move it every day and this takes a lot of water and he'd, ha he'd have to drain it every day and because he doesn't want to ruin his grass he's got to drain nice. it every day well no if if he if he had it he would because he he doesn't right. want to sell his grass and kill it but i'm like just wow. take one area where you don't care about your grass and put it there yeah, or like... <clears throat> yeah, he, yeah. sorry, Adam's dad cares about all his grass. Every fucking blade. Every grass matters. Every grass matters to build that All grass matters. Oh my god. Oh, so if I were to just sacrifice those because I wanted a pool... Yeah, you know, it's exactly. Not yeah, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. It's very progressive of him. <laughs> and it's going to get hot again. Yeah, I don't this know This is only July. Do. Like, What are we going to do? Well, you guys like can come over and use my hot. pool at any time. It's fun. Yeah... I just can't be anywhere oh, near gosh. that naked. Why? You know, you're not, not. I'm not asking you to come naked. I, like t-shirts, please, naked. Sean. No, I'm kidding. T no, I, I always, uh, you know, I, 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 I always felt weird when I went to the pool and there was like a guy, not as fat as me, wearing yeah. a shirt. That would always freak me out. There was there always be like one guy. Yeah. Who's not as fat as me wearing a Maybe shirt? Maybe he just doesn't want to sunburn. Like, and I'd always think, like, am I supposed to be wearing it? Like, am I, is it gross that I'm not Maybe it's not body image, maybe it's sun Could issues. be a swastika tattoo, right? Could it could be, be a, a swastika thing. Could, it could be, be like, he's got a giant Hitler. Uh, yeah, it could be that. Yeah. Like and he's not proud Hitler. of it anymore. No, well, I mean, once you're out of prison, it, was the early it really 90s. doesn't do you a lot of favors to be a white Aryan nationalist. <laughs> you know, it doesn't help you a lot, and there's not as many big fights happening. <laughs> <laughs> Where you got to kind of go with your own. You never really see anybody crossing over in prison either. Where it's like Into you don't Nazism? see like a white guy who hangs with the black guys or whatever. Like it's a very segregated place, prison. Oh, I thought you were going to be a prison guard. What happened with that? I was, ah, uh, you know, I couldn't. Did you I get an interview? Well, I basically, I was like, well, I can't just fucking, I think I had to like go and do some training for like four months somewhere oh, else. Oh yeah, and you can't just leave. Yeah, and I was like, I, I mean, don't if it really... was for comedy, sure, but not if for... it was for comedy, because you know, I love stand up. <laughs> but I, yeah, oh, this is the Dead Baby Bear podcast. Yeah, uh, this is your three quarters of the way through the podcast reminder that this is Dead Baby Bear, and we're sponsored by, by Northern Queen edibles, delicious edibles. Any other sponsors? Anybody else you picked up? Well, while we I wasn't were looking? sponsored by K4 Financial, but he crapped out pretty quick on that. He really he... let loose on. But us. this is his problem. He didn't commit to forty weeks. Right. And that's what, of course, you nothing's really going to happen You really have to go through long term with this. You do have to you go long term. think short term. Yeah. Don't go. So what did you sell? Like what, what magazine did you work for? Oh, I worked for Trader Corporation, a.k.a. The Bargain Finder. Um, so I sold, I did inside sales. And so we sold, like I sold lots of classified ads. Like I had a lot of clients that just sold like trailers and classified ads or like dog breeders and stuff. And then Andrew Iwanek came and worked there for a while and he got the whole escort thing popping in the, that section because no one was advertising. And he's like, can I just go after them? And then my boss was like, yeah, there's money there. And these women would come in and pay in like crumpled up $5 bills. But he would always be like, Andrew, I want it to the front. And he'd have to go up and it'd be some escort up there to pay him her 40 bucks for her ad. Oh my God. Because she didn't have a credit card or the something. Fucking bargain grinder. It was like, I mean, it was, I made, I think my best year there, I think I made $90,000. That's unreal. But that was like... And who are and you selling space to mostly? Just like like industrial, like uh, some of my better clients were like garages or like mm -hmm. just like uh, in, like a lot of industrial stuff, a lot of used car salespeople. Like a lot of people would just like, 
have 800 cars in their backyard and they'd be selling them. Like a ton of them would do that. Did they ever call you up and be like, hey, I'm not getting anything out of this bargain finder? Uh, sometimes, but I'd be like, well, you just got to change it up a little bit. And it was it was a fun job because I got to be creative. I got to design the ads. And once I got this one client, it was a dog grooming place. And I was like, let me design your ad because we had like specials, like we had a pet section special. So like you sell like a whole page. It was like $1,200. So I'm like, let me just design an ad for you. And then you tell me if you like it. So I designed this ad. Like I went to, like, I didn't make it, but I told the creative people what I needed. And I was like, I just want a couple of dogs with wigs. And I made this whole ad with these dogs with wearing human wigs. And it was so funny. The lady's like, oh my God, yeah, I want six weeks of this. <laughs> she loved it so much. So that was like fun. Like I enjoy doing advertising and creating stuff. I don't yeah. enjoy the selling. I don't enjoy, like my worst one was there was this like older couple that had like a workwear kind of style, but they didn't have a, a physical store. They sold it through classifieds. And so I sold them like a full page color ad. It was like $5,000 and I'm like, this will work and work. And they like $5,000 and then the next week, like, we didn't get one call. And I'm like, oh, well, it's, you got to be consistent. I felt so awful. Yeah. But well, I didn't give them the money back. That reminded me, when you t said, like, I just told people what to do, it reminded me of uh, this Garth Brooks documentary I watched. I don't really know why I watched it. He's like, cool. I like Garth Brooks. But, like, th that's why I've never been Did able to really. Did he explain Chris Gaines at all? I don't know. I didn't watch no. all of it. But it's like, it. That's why I've never had the same respect for country that I've had for other. Like I know that in other forms of music, people write. You know, it's not, they're not all, all. Not all the artists are the writers of the yeah. music. But this Garth Brooks documentary, it's like they're heaping praise on him for the dance, right? They're like, yeah. the dance changed my life and it's changed millions of lives. And then it's like, what is the story behind the dance? And he's like, Terry wrote it. <laughs> and then they talk to Terry, and Terry's like, man. Yeah, I just wrote them words, but Garth, boy, oh boy, he he brought them to yeah. life. And then, uh, and then the other story is like, well, what about the start with the piano on the dance? Yeah. It was such a, be and he's like, I went over to Ricky at the piano, and I was like, I'm looking for something that's like diddy baba do, do it. And then he just came up with, so it's like the stories of these genius musicians and lyricists, yeah, that gifted Garth Brooks all this material, and then he just went and fucking. But, sang it in a hat. But don't feel bad for them. The musicians, I mean, songwriters make a fuck ton of money. Oh, no, I'm not saying that they're poor. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's funny that, you know, country is openly that way. Like, in other yeah. forms of music, it's, it's like... It's changing, though. It's like stand-up, though. Like, a stand-up, when we first started, it was very, very common to have one hour that you toured to death. Like, and you did not write uh, new jokes all the time. And you weren't expected to write new jokes all the time. But when we started, that's when, like like the Louis CKs and like those guys started doing a new hour every year. So then all other comics were like, Oh, I guess we have to actually have, cannot do the same jokes yeah. for the rest of our lives. Well, and, and the other thing too, is like, I, like maybe for the first 10, 10 years that I did stand up, a yeah. lot of places that you went, if you did new material, they acted like you ripped them off because oh, they were really? like, Hey, like oh. we paid, we wanted the stuff from last do year. Your fucking thing. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore though. Does it? No, but there definitely were people like I, they they acted like I was some asshole. Like we hired Stairway to Heaven guy, not a ramp guy, and the, yeah, we didn't was, want this. And a lot new of times, a lot of times it was like other old school comedians. Yes. So you'd like go to Saskatoon or you go wherever, and they're yeah. the MC, and then you're doing some stuff that you haven't done before, and they're like, "Look at this fucking clown!" 
he comes in here and acts like this is some room Open you can mic. just work. Yeah. So they they that's uh, true. they felt like they were disrespected if yeah. you went in there and did something different. That's and, very true. And now it is different just because, you know, the audience, right? The audience I think in, is in like, music it's We the check same. you out on so like the audiences now are like we checked you out on YouTube yeah. and then we came to your show. Like they don't want to hear what they already saw on YouTube. Yeah, no, they want you know. to hear new stuff. Yeah, so if that's they... an, yeah, that's what's happened in the last about ten years, I yeah. think, in stand up. But now I think it's happening more in music. Like it used to be very acceptable to have to just be a performer and be really good at performing, and then you have someone else writing these songs for you. But that's changed a lot because a lot of the new, like, very successful singers write a lot of their own stuff with yeah. other people and they collaborate and stuff. But like. But, like, even now, like, if I hear about, like, even a famous comedian that has people writing for him, I feel like, okay, I understand because, like, how are you supposed to come up? It's it's not human to be able to come up with a new yeah. hour every year. Like, that's not possible for all humans, not even 1% of them. But, like, now it's so, you need to be like that. You need to have a new Netflix special every two years. And there's no way somebody can generate that much. No. Unless you're really, really talented, and and everybody that has a Netflix special is not really, really talented. Yeah, if you're flying as far under the radar as I am, you can just do whatever the fuck you <laughs> well, want. Well, because right? you can just, you just do, do stuff do... that you did ten years ago, because yeah. it's not just out do stuff there. Stuff I wrote in yeah. 2004, and, then and people you... will be like, oh, "Wow, that was pretty good." Every comic can have a Dane Cook set, a Dane Cook special, where you've 20 years accumulated material, where you're you're just picking the very best that you've written over 20 years. Yeah, that's going to be a fucking great special. But then the special that you do a year later is going to blow. Yeah, it's like a band's first album. Right? Yeah. It's 20 of their best, best things songs. they've done. And then they're like, fuck, we got to pump out another one? Yeah. Uh, you talk about the politics of someone changing when they make money, though. Like, all of a sudden, you're a multi-millionaire. Yeah. You're, yeah. I will you're, never change. Yeah. <laughs> See? Your, your jokes will change a little bit, probably. Cause yeah. Like, well, because you're... But this whole thing with comedy is, though, is, like, basically most... Your act should be about your life and what you experience. That's why everybody's like, well, so many comics have jokes about flying and traveling, but there's people on this planet that have only been in a plane once. And that's, like, they don't know what you're talking about, about airplanes. They don't care. Like, it's... That's why, like, everyone always said, like, try and keep a day job as long as possible so you can relate to people. Because when you're just sitting at home all day watching Netflix and masturbating, well, yeah, that's everybody's dream. But that's not going to happen to everybody. And a lot of the people that are coming to see you work a nine-to-five job where they don't, that where they're going to get mad at you. Before the pandemic. Now everyone's yeah. been sitting at home masturbating. I love the pandemic because, yeah. like, months. like, months like four months before the pandemic happened and everybody was like, oh, I just need one month off to, like, get my shit together. I just want one month out to get my shit together and everyone just got fat. Like, that's all that happened. Like, that's it. Like, I mean, I lost weight, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I know most of y'all did. But I'm not like everyone. <laughs> I'm, I don't... I'm not like the other girls. I'm different. I'm on pills that suppress my appetite. <laughs> they, they really do, and they're fucking great. <laughs> they do. I had to go off oh, them yeah, for, sure. for, like, a month or two in the winter in the worst possible time. And, like, I gained 10 pounds like that. Like, so fast. And, like... I am on this one that's like it's just like it it it, it curbs any cravings like it, it was made for alcoholics but now they're finding it's working for everybody like whatever addiction you have and I do not yeah if it works have for cravings. alcoholics it should work for everybody but it's like I don't like when I wasn't on it I'm like I'm gonna go have all dressed a whole bag of all dressed chips for breakfast I'm like why am I thinking like this put me back on these drugs <laughs> I still think being an alcoholic is the worst 
the worst drug you can be addicted to. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says about like worse crack than heroin. Or heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Because booze is such a social drug. Well, it's kind of acceptable, yeah. It's so social that all of a sudden you're like, and you. Yeah. You fuck. It only becomes a problem when you start making it someone else. Like, when you are always showing up at parties and ruining them. You turn friends into enemies so yeah. fast. Yeah. Right? Like, your, your friends become your enemies really fast. Oh, I had many days after a blackout drunk where I would, like, text people, Hi. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What did I say? What did I do? Oh, no, yeah. it was funny. I'm like, you sure? Like, I feel like I pissed people off or I said some shit that I shouldn't have said. And, like... Sometimes even with Adam, I'm like, okay, well, what did I say when I was blackout drunk the other night? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think you get blackout cr- on crack, you know? No. Where, like, you're continuing to function and you don't know what the fuck is happening. You're just cracked out. And people are like, oh, they're out. cracked out. Don't more, believe anything they say. The it's more than yeah. come down than the high. It's true. With crack cocaine, according to Adam. According Not that he knows. He has no first-hand knowledge. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Eugene likes me, you know. I know he does. He's one of you those know what? Guys. Eugene does not like everybody sometimes. And you know what? He lets you get your hand near his butt. He which only he sits on Scorpios. Like. Well, yeah. He feels comfortable with Scorpios. He likes Scorpios he feels because of our hypersexuality. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you shit, does your dick poke out? That's what happens with Eugene. He'll take huh? a really hard shit. Oh, yeah, the dogs are dead. He'll take a really hard shit, and his little wiener will just... Really? He'll be, like, shitting real hard, and he gets a boner. Yeah, like, as you age, it's impossible to not shit and piss at the same time. Like you can't. I've heard that men get boners sometimes when they shit because, like, it's like having anal sex and... Prostate. If it's, like, if it's that big... Uh, prostate, yeah. Well, none of you have ever... I don't know if you have ever had anal sex, but I have, and I will tell you that it does feel like you have a piece of hard shit lodged in your ass and it's coming in and going out and it's not fun fun. it's not fun at all i guess some people like that feeling but i don't i don't like that i'm like constipated relieved constipated relieved (laughs) i don't don't like that feeling (laughs) i don't know why we got there but but here we are here we are i'm just saying i mean yeah but i've heard but i've heard that guys get boners when they poop have you ever gone a boner when you were pooping i mean i you know tell the truth like i can uh you know you'll get erections just when weird times you know have you ever gotten one when you're pooping i can get it adding up receipts or something you what i don't know if i've ever had an erection shitting like i don't think so i've just heard that it's possible for men to get it because it because the shit massages the prostate or something i don't know Maybe I'm not shitting big enough. Maybe you need to eat more <laughs> fiber. Too, yeah, exactly. Maybe you need to get some Metamucil in your yeah. day. Yeah, so you can have orgasmic yeah. shit. Yeah, orgasmic shit. <gasps> That's no, another no, no, thing. No, no, no. Okay, we could be like, like this is the thing. You get on no, Joe no, Rogan. No. You get on Joe what? Rogan. I get on Joe Listen, Rogan. You get on Joe Rogan and you talk about orgasmic shits and then we wait and see how many bros start eating so much fiber that they get orgasmic shits. Because Joe Rogan is man Oprah. Anything Joe Rogan says, his mm-hmm. listeners are like, what a brilliant idea, I'm going to do that. I'm going to come when I shit too. It's going to happen. I'm going to come when I... I, don't, I wouldn't want all that. No. The, Coming but, while you shit? Touching the inside of the toilet, you know? Well, yeah. I, just, I mean, you know, I guess it's two birds with one stone a little bit, but... Yeah, it is killing a few birds with one stone. It's song. like, I'm done and everything now. Yeah. But I couldn't do it. That's, you know, I wouldn't want to. Well, I'd have a heart attack if it happened. I just, like, that's another thing that men get over women. They get to oh, come when they God. shit. Oh, God. What you guys... One more thing that you guys just get. another fucking thing. I mean, we don't even get to come when we're having sex with you. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I've never faked shitting, that's for sure. 
<laughs> I've never sat on a toilet and been like, oh, and then flushed nothing, you know. I have faked. Um, have you faked, have faked throwing up ever? I faked throwing up once just to get out of work. I fake sick all the time. But, like, have it. you faked, like, I brought something in the bathroom with me to pour in while I, and I'm like, oh, I'm puking, I gotta you go did? home. Yeah, I wanted to go home. <laughs> I was young. I was, like, 21 or something. You're like, is anybody going to eat that watermelon? Because I was thinking about taking it in a Ziploc bag to work and <laughs> Oh, my God, she's doing terrible. It is crazy, like, <clears throat> my biggest nightmare <clears throat> is when I see children running around and then they start, you know when kids like run around and like laugh and cry and they start to gag? Because I mm. like, I've had, I've been a witness like once we were at Costco and there was this little boy sitting like eating a hot dog and he just rolled everywhere. It was, I, I'm not good with barfing. I'm not good. Yeah, Adam was sitting there and he said, look at me, look at me, look at me. Because he didn't want me to turn around and see this, like, gigantic. And I saw the aftermath and it was just about as disgusting. But, like, I'm always nervous. Like, we went to Olive Garden in Langley and there was this family. They were, like, they had four girls, all blondes, just little girls screaming, running around. And Adam's like, does the mom look like she's tired or, like, she, like, loves it? I'm like, oh, she looks like she loves every minute of this. Like, she was born to be a mother. Like that kind of fucking bitch. <laughs> but the, one of the kids was running around. And I will say this. She was a little chubbier. And when I was a little kid, I was chubby. And I would puke easy, too. And she was running around. And at one point, she just stopped and went, Ugh. And I was like, no, I don't want to see a kid puke. Like, yeah. I don't want to see a kid puke up all their Olive Garden that they just oh. ate. Yeah. She was the only one that had two burgers, right? <laughs> so you just know that. You can't if, have a burger at Olive Garden. If anybody's going to. A big ZD. A big ZD. She had a couple of big ZDs. No, I don't, I don't mind puking. I, I'm not. I, I, don't, I don't care about do it. Well Other than it. like, I I've never not been angry. As soon as a cat makes that noise that they make, oh, I'm puke. over that now. I can. No, I get angry. Really? I get very angry at the cat. Well, do you put? I don't know why. My dad would always try to run over with a newspaper to go uh, put it out of the cat. Oh, fuck. I'm just like you. Fuck. I just become <laughs> instantly enraged at them. Because they're always standing on a thing. They're always like oh, yeah. right on your sweater. Or oh, something. one time. Like, fucking go on the hardwood. And they're like, no, I gotta find something you need to clean. Bugga! Bugga! One time we were sitting in our living room and my cat Judy was on the top Judy. shelf of her of her cat tree and she's just like like a fountain. <laughs> just puked off the edge. I'm yeah, I'm not gonna puke. Like that's another that's a big reason why I never wanted kids. Because of the puke thing? I never wanted to have to put my hand out while my kid puke. I've seen... I, my mom did that with me. I've seen people do that. I never want that to be something that I instinctually do. I'm never in my life going to let someone vomit into my hands. Although, Adam, it's like having... I'm like being a toddler because one time Adam... Oh, this is embarrassing. I'll tell this story. So it was when... Uh, I don't even know if I should say the who was here, but it was a friend was in town... And uh, we, we, he had a big show, and then we went out after because he was DJing. And his other DJs okay. were giving me full glasses of vodka. And like they're like, we don't have any mix. You just got to drink vodka. I'm like, okay. And I'm just drinking straight vodka. Okay. And then Adam shows up, and I'm like, ah, doubles. I'm like out of, just drunk. And then <laughs> I guess I don't even remember this fully, but I guess I just started foaming at the mouth a little bit. And Adam just like grabbed me and hugged me. And like let me foam on him. Oh. <laughs> I know. 
this what is. A I think. See, okay, so we we met with the lady that's gonna marry us, and she like sent this questionnaire, like uh, like when, uh, when, how did you meet, and all this stuff. And one of the questions is, when did you know that he was the one? And I think that's when I knew that he was the one when he let me vomit on him so that Whoa. I wasn't embarrassed in front of a famous person. Like, oh, yeah. He, and, then, and then I waved at the famous person. Yeah. And I said, hi, famous person. Thank you for letting us come tonight. We're going. We got to go now. And yeah. then he's like, she's okay. And he's like, yep. Yeah. Like, I, I think that is when I knew that Adam was the one. When he let me vomit on him. So that should be in our vows. Our wedding thing. You're going to write your own vows? Yeah. Because the vows they give you are so lame. I would stick with the most Christian interpretation. Yeah, of we're it. not doing no religion in our. Come on. No. Let Christ in your <laughs> fucking heart Christ for in. once. Oh, I, it's hard to even let a man into my heart. I don't want to let Jesus in. I'm too. I, it's too Jesus much. Jesus would let you foam on him. It's too. <laughs> You'll get all his followers. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like. But to be fair, it wasn't. It wasn't a chunky puke, right? It was just liquidy. It was all foam. It was foam. Yeah, it was foam. I don't know why it was foam. Because you didn't eat anything all night. Because I didn't eat anything all night. You were frothing. You were like at a party frothing. I guess I got. I guess I was Cujo that night. (laughs) I like that you think having a little froth on your mouth was the most embarrassing thing you did that night. You know. I don't know what I did that night. I'm sure I didn't do anything horrible. Yeah, no, my tits were in. I did. I, I I found out from Adam that I I have taken I've gone and flashed with my brother in front of me. I'm like what? No, I haven't. But I guess I did one night. I don't know. I did pull my pants down at the casino to show people my tattoo. Okay, <laughs> that's why. There was a reason. And I have had underwear thought, on. Have you ever thought like, oh, I shouldn't drink anymore? Like ever again? Yeah. Uh, or... <laughs> No, like this I've never. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. This is, this is a pod intervention. This I'm pod intervention. That's a no. dumb thing I, I said, but I've never felt like I did. There was one point in my life where I was in a very dark place and a very and and it, like uh, single and dealing with gaslighting men and just bad choices on my part. And I was like drunk all the time and. Uh, yeah, and, and one guy was like, you need to stop drinking for a while. Like, he's like, I don't think you need to stop drinking forever, but you need to get yourself under control. And I did, and I stopped drinking. And he was sort of gaslighting me. He was totally gaslighting me. <laughs> he was a total piece of shit. He turned out to be a total piece of shit. Yeah. But, uh, but he told you you should stop drinking. He did, but I did stop drinking for, like, 43 days, yeah. which was, like, I don't think I had done that since I turned 18. Like, I think that was, like, one, like four or five years ago. I don't think I'd stopped for that long since I turned 18. And it was nice, and I did save a lot of money, and I did feel nice. But, like, I, to think, but I don't have to wake up every morning and have a drink. Like, yeah. that's the thing. If, if every morning I was like, I've got a drink before I go to work. I've got a drink now. Then I'd be like, i got to slow this down. But I don't even drink that much anymore. Yeah, so you have control over it. You're fine. I have control, except for when I start drinking, then I don't have control. Like, <laughs> okay, i got to tell them this one. So we were sitting in Adam's parents' backyard getting wasted because what else are you going to do when you're just sitting there in the sitting in Langley in a nine hundred million dollar yard yeah. but so we were drinking and then um we started talking about his ex-wife and I was like uh-oh no it wasn't bad but then I was asked I was asking about his dog he had a golden retriever named Riley and so I was like I want to see pictures of him he so he said we'll go to her Instagram she's got tons of pictures on him so where I'm like on his Instagram this is her Instagram and I'm looking in the first the first post the re- most recent post is like 10 pictures of Riley. I'm like, oh, look at, there's so many, there's like puppy pictures. There's a lot of pictures. 
Riley's dead. I had to tell Adam that his dog got like put down like because of old age in February. And I felt so bad because I'm like, ah, uh, so your dog's dead. And Adam's like, okay, we're not going to talk about this right now. And like, cause he didn't want to get emotional about it. And I, I don't blame him, but I'm just like, I felt so fucking bad that I was the one that was like, oh, by the way, your dog's dead. Cause I looked at your ex-wife's Instagram. <laughs> I would have pretended I couldn't log in. Oh, well. I would have been like, ah, my fucking phone. He saw me in it. <laughs> he saw me mm. looking. I don't know. It's good to know these things. But yeah, that was, that was like. I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, yeah, we were getting drunk. And uh, I am not good with red wine at all anymore. Like, I, I get, I turn into a demon. Like, I cry, I scream, I just become this horrifying human being when I drink too much red wine. And Adam has seen it far too many times. But then he said to me that night, he's like, well, you're in a positive mood. You can have some red wine. And then it turned into tears. <laughs> and then the other thing. You just have to know, like, if you're going to keep drinking throughout your adult years, you just have to know what you can and cannot drink. Because some people just can't drink certain things. Some people get extremely violent when they drink rye. Yeah. Or they say they do. And like, That's why it's nice that you guys are getting married later in life. Yeah. Because, like, most of us are in our... Like, I'm in my funeral years. <laughs> it's You're going all, to funerals? No, it's all funerals from <gasps> here on out. So it's nice to have a wedding, a wedding thrown to go in to. there yeah. a little bit. You have two weddings. You know? I'm It'll be like ceremonies. 19 funerals, one wedding, 19 yeah. funerals, one wedding. you got to have a little mix. Yeah. You know, it's nice to nice to go to a church and have somebody not in a casket. Yeah, that's all, always nice. Yeah, I'm not bad at funerals. So I'm good at uh, I'm good at that. I'm good at not laughing. Oh, <laughs> I'm good I at, want people I'm good to at laugh not, at my funeral. I'm good at not laughing when somebody's dead. I want people to laugh at my funeral. <laughs> I I killed at my mom's wedding. I killed at my uncle's my wedding funeral. I killed at my uncle's funeral. My uncle was a. <laughs> My <laughs> uncle wasn't, I did, my uncle wasn't like a teacher, and he, so he had all these like, and they, he taught in the Catholic system, and Catholic high school teachers are insane people, they're like car dealers, like they're like alcoholic crazy people, but I did, uh, I did, uh, I did time at my uncle's funeral, and all of them were like, that was so funny, that was so good, that was I'm so good. I'm almost glad he's dead. Yeah, it was so good, I can't wait for my funeral, I want you to kill at my funeral. Yeah, would you do it if I killed myself? <laughs> Yeah, I would get you to do time at my funeral. Oh, yeah, I would. I think so. Or you can do time at mine, whoever yeah. dies first. But I don't want I my will. funeral to be sad. I just, like, I want... I'll produce whoever dies first. I Jim honestly... will produce it. You know what? Here's another business idea. Funeral party planner. Oh. Because you know how they have wedding planners? I funeral. Honestly, my Stand mom's funeral. funeral, so many people said it was just, like, such a great funeral. Amazing food, but the petting zoo, everything was just, like, great. They're like, I've never been to a funeral. This is good. You know what we should do? A dead baby bear um, live taping at a, a funeral? At, yeah, at whoever, yes. like if one of, if whoever listens to this, whoever the first one that dies will do like a, instead of eulogies and your family talking, Yeah. it'll just be us up there and we'll just be like, hey everybody, I don't know if you guys are regular listeners, but the guy, the guy who's dead <laughs> liked our podcast. He loved our podcast. So we're just going to sit here and talk about what's better to eat shit or come. <laughs> And then, I remember like, when that lady, <coughs> that, lady that was so funny. We lost. Somebody. And I love that her daughter was at our other live taping again, but she didn't bring her mom this time. No, she did not. That was so funny. Yeah, don't bring your mom. Don't bring your mom to a live taping. It's yeah. not a good idea. Not when you're not sure. <laughs> not when you're not sure. I think we're good. We did. I think we've time, done a we? lot of time. Oh, I'm at. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I, we're right I'm at hour. the comic strip this weekend, and you're there next weekend. Yeah. Right? The borders back are closed. To back. The borders are still. 
The borders are the, closed. The beaver, still the beavers still have the border dammed up. I love it. And until then, until the American headliner waters start rushing in again. Oh my god! I wonder what's gonna like. I I guarantee you, if they opened the border next weekend, both of our headline weeks would get canceled. <laughs> oh yeah. Bert Kreischer said he wanted to come in and work some time. They would. <laughs> they wouldn't even tell us it was canceled. No, we just show up and they they'd be like, "Well, you're middling now." Be like, no, they they at least let us middle why, now. Why is he here? Like, oh, Sean, oh. you're the MC. This is nice. What having the border closed? It is quite nice. It is nice being yeah, utilized. It's nice to have a little something, you know. But yeah. it'll be over fast. Well, already, if you look at Just for Laughs, they're doing a festival and there's Americans in it. So yeah, because it was that time of year again. It was the saddest day for 99% of the comics in Canada. <laughs> the day where they people that did get Just for Laughs things announce it. Like I'm just getting DMs from people like, well. It's I want to kill myself day again. I'm like, yay, it's I want to kill myself day again. Because it's the yeah. same people every fucking year. Every fucking year. I don't, <laughs> I don't even give a shit. I don't, like, I don't, I don't even have the material to do, uh, like, anything. Like, I don't care anymore at all. But I mean, is... I, did, I did it last year as, like, you know, a last-minute pandemic stand-in. Yeah. Right? It was like... I mean, I got Winnipeg because it was like someone ca- canceled out. Yeah. I I'm love a, being the yeah. person that picks up that's people's who, shit. That, that's who I am. Yeah. Is I'm the guy who, like, the first four Fifth people... Choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody didn't make their flight and the other people said no. Yeah. And it's like... <sighs> all right. Yeah. You know, there's three people in a room and two of them are like, don't do it. And one of them's like... Well, who the fuck else are we going to get? And then they go, fair enough. And then I get an email two minutes later and I say, I would be honored to I know, participate. that's the thing. Is like, I'm so annoyed with them. But if they ask me, I'd probably be like, yeah, okay. Can I wear this dress? Yeah, exactly. Can I? Oh, you're going to pay me $500. Okay, I guess I still want to do it. And like, I mean, yeah. fuck. You know, of course they're going to have their favorites. And of course they're going to take oh, them. Yeah, and yeah, of yeah. course it's not us. Oh, it's not us. It is. We are not the favorites. Although we are the favorites when they're trying to get content from us. I thought about naming my comedy album "Nobody's Favorite." That's a good. Know? That's but, a good. Yeah, and then I made it something way stupider than that. I. What did I say? I want my next one to be clean enough, <laughs> just to be like just clean a little enough. bit clean, but still dirty stuff. Kathleen McGee, the red wine feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I got gaslit again. <laughs> My husband told me I need to quit drinking that gaslighting fuck. Listen, I never was one of those girls that was like, oh, this guy's gaslighting me, but that one fucking gaslit the fuck out. He burnt me yeah. to a crisp. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely Oh, lit that yeah, gas. yeah. I'm like, now I look back at it and I'm just like, oh, it's like, Kathleen, you're so stupid. But it was like one of those things where he'd tell you you're an idiot and then you're beautiful and then it's all your fault and the oh it was just awful it was just a terrible terrible thing mm. but yeah men men i'm girls gaslight too it's not oh, it's yeah. not gender specific yeah i mean yeah for every for every priest there's a nun right <laughs> exactly so we're both fucking dumb yeah they're gonna start exposing the nuns now those are the ones that killed the babies they're to the, be honest, you know, women are more the mental. Are. Ment, women are more the mental, emotional. Guys are more the sexual, physical. Well, yes, it, absolutely. You know. The nuns are the ones that would beat children and things like that, and the and the priests are the ones. The that nuns would rape were the them. ones that told them scary stories that made them think they were all going to go to hell if they didn't listen to them, and, and the guys would, would like hit them with a brick, or you know. No, like, the women would beat them, but the men would rape them. 
Yeah, it's a fucking. It's what a, a world we story. live in. What a fucking horror story. We built this country. We on built this country. I love you, Canada. I'm so. Don't die. Just don't die for any place. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, don't, don't die for your country. Fucking, that's no. like I've said it on the podcast before. It's the only rule I have for yeah. my kids. Like, there will be no military service. No. There would have to be like. Hitler 2.0 or a comic book villain ripping up the asphalt downtown. But even at that point, like World War II, I don't think it was like, we're fighting for Canada's freedom. No, we were fighting because Nazis were horrible and they needed to get rid of that kind of thinking. It wasn't because I'm proud of my country and I'm fighting for Canada. Like, Canada would still be fine. We killed this Nazi. (laughs) Poor Canada. We killed this Nazi. (laughs) Okay, next week... Next week, let's have a full-on parody song. Done. Yeah, we let's should. do it. So, what did we? What uh, ideas did we come out of? Okay, the, the, the porta potty, the porta pot, the homeless snail home. Yeah, the homeless snail home that yeah. you run the septic business for, I'm and we gouge it. them. We gouge them. Think about it. Like you run the no, back but, truck, no, 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 but it's we like, don't. No, 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 we don't charge the homeless people. We go to the businesses where they ask to use the bathrooms, and we gouge those motherfuckers. Yes. I'm not gouging homeless people. I'm not that evil. Okay. Well, they don't have anything, anything to gouge. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't get anything, right? Yeah. No, I'm going after the business. I'm like, do you want homeless people to stop shitting in your bathroom and causing a mess? And then we have the uh, Make Climate Great Again. Oh, That's, we are that doing could that. could work. No, it That's will work. Possible. It's happening. Like, I'm going to look into this tonight. Don't I think it's it. so smart. Like, I, I should only take 20% of this idea because I thought of none of it, but I'm going to take 50 because we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we we should split everything. We should share everything from here on in. We should split it all. Yeah. That's fine. But yeah. thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, it, it was great having Dick you on your podcast. And... Dick and... Oh, I know the name of the guy. He messaged me. He goes, it was me. I was, he's like, uh, I'm sorry if I weirded you out. I'm like, no, you didn't weird me out at all. I just... I'm an awkward person. What did he say to you? Curtis Stone. Yeah, he was... Yeah, and he's like, I'm a comedian, but I didn't... And he's awkward, too, because, like, this whole message oh, rambles right. the way my, my messages ramble. Like, because he was like, I'm a comedian, and you didn't recognize me at all. And I thought, in your head, you'd be like, no, you're not, or you're a bad comic, and that's just a bad introduction. I'm like, oh, my God, you're a comic, because you are rambling on and being crazy. And then my message is like, no, no, it wasn't weird at all. I'm the awkward one. <laughs> And then he was like, anyway, I don't listen anymore. Yeah. No, I think he still listens. He was a very nice guy, and I appreciate him uh, being cool with my awkwardness, because I'm totally cool with his awkwardness. So, All right. This was a good business podcast. Yeah, I we can't. We came up with a fucking bunch of ideas that we can start putting into action but, right away. But promise me that even if we become successful, we still do this podcast. I can easily make that promise, because successful never happens. <laughs> Not so. the podcast, but like the the business ideas. Oh, the business idea. Because I could yeah. that make climate great again idea could take yeah, off. Think about Greta Thunberg and that motherfucker. Oh you yeah, she'd I mean? love it. Get Greta photoshopped in one of those puppies, and people would be like, "Fucking right on!" If we could get Greta to wear one. Oh my god! Every yeah. dumb teenager on the planet that doesn't know money runs the world. We got to trademark this now, though, before other because people will jump on it and just start making their own version of it. It's easy for kids to be like, "Oh, we got to do something about climate change." Like. Wait till you're 30 and yeah. you gotta fucking have a car and you work at those. And you don't want to pay $150 to fill it. You want to pay $50 to fill it. Yeah, we just need money. That's the problem. Yeah. We're just little fucking, we're little fraggles that are running around. Yeah. Building our shitty scaffolds that are edible to larger animals. <laughs> I don't know if that it makes any sense. No. <laughs> it doesn't. And that's a great way to end. And we yeah. didn't have a scratchy this week because... 
Nah, because we would have lost suck. anyway. It's fucking the worst. Yeah. It's a real downer to lose it's again. It's such a downer. I, I, I lose enough just sitting here. I don't need to scratch and lose. I've lost know? so much recently. Like, I lost all the Lotto Maxes. The <laughs> I, vaccine lottery. I lost the vaccine lottery. I didn't win anything in the Full House lottery. Oh, God. Adam won it, not me. Why don't we have a full porta potty lottery? What would you do? That, that was, was for that? our business. That's how we launch our business. So they're quadruple porta potty. First one to in. fill it to the brim wins. Is that what you mean? <laughs> don't shit where you eat unless you live in this. <laughs> hey, that toilet seat is an oven. Yeah, the toilet seat is a burner, okay. a burner plate. Okay. Right? Lift yeah. it, take your shit, close it, make your eggs. I did take a train once from uh, Toronto to Halifax, and I had, like a, like, a sleeper car, but it was so small, and it was just, like, this bed pulled out, and there was a toilet in the middle, but the bed pulled out over the toilet. It was weird, but it was cool. Did you shit in it? Uh, I, I probably did. I don't know. I don't really mm. remember. I don't think I've ever shit in a bucket. Oh, I have. You shouldn't have. Oh, okay. I have. We gotta end this podcast, but I'll end it here. Yeah. I was in brownies when I was a kid. <laughs> I think I might have told this one already, but whatever. Who cares? I was I was in brownies, and we were at this like camp at Pigeon Lake called Tangle Trees. I remember, and my mom was a parent helper, and like Jana and all the people were in this group, and uh, we were all in this big long camp like cabin and there were bunk beds everywhere and one of the moms was like if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night go in the bucket and then we will uh empty it in the morning and i pooped in it and then the next morning the mother was like who pooped in the bucket what is this 1612 and i was like i, I thought i thought i we had were... to poop and she's like it was for pee it was for number ones only well and you I got, gotta put that I, on the bucket i got poo shamed you gotta put it on the bucket. I got poop you can't shame. expect people not to shit in the thing. I'm glad that nobody turned that empty? into a nickname. Was the, was the pot empty when you shit in it? I don't quite remember, but I do uh. remember getting up in the middle of the night and shitting in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go, and I didn't want to walk out to the porta potties because it was scary. Did it reek like shit when you went back to sleep? Yeah, I like, think so, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, wow, it really reeks like shit in. Who here. did that? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is the highest overnight low temperature we've had in 10 years. I, You know what? I'm just blessed that a nickname did not come of it. Yeah. Because that's how bad nicknames are born. Yeah. Shit bu- Bucket McGee. <laughs> <laughs> shit Old in the Bucket shit. McGee. Hey, dude, that guy's shitting in your bucket. <laughs> Ain't that just Call life? the police. He's shitting in a bucket. Ain't that just the way life is? You <laughs> buy a bucket and somebody shits in it. That's exactly what it's like. Okay. All right, that was fun. This was a good one. Let's come back next week with all of our money. Yahoo. All right, see you later, Eugene. Bye. Bye, everybody.